pay bill. Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. For God's sake. To be redirected, simply say what you want to do after the tone. For example, yeah, I know what to, to do. Bill, just say pay bill. Oh, for crying out loud, pay bill. Sorry. <sighs> Did I displease you? What? I heard pay bill. Is that correct? Yes. Did you just say? To pay the full amount, press one. Press one again. Harder. Is this a point? Thanks. I got you want to pay the full amount. If this is correct, then please wet your finger and press six. And again. And again. Oh, one more time. You have now paid your bill. Thank you for calling Fresco Mobile. This is the Provocateur Comedy Emergency Broadcast System. Thanks to the global pandemic, the Ram Comedy Festival 2020 has been canceled. Festival organizer Alex Leem is hauled up in a secret location in Derby until all this blows over. Following up from a heated email I received from him after the last episode, I have to make very clear that he isn't on the third floor of the Lord Nelson Pub, Curson Street. Wink. Oh, you the Ram Comedy Festival Podcast. Let's have a look at what you could have won. Greetings, lockdown lovers. In a parallel universe where COVID-19 hasn't happened, we'd now just be going to print with this year's Ram Comedy Festival program. But sadly, we're not in that universe, we're in this one. When instead of thumbing through and having a look at what we were gonna be going to see, we're now here having a listen at what we could have won. So, so far, uh, we've heard from a comedian who was doing stand-up by numbers and another who was doing a goth interpretation of a life drawing class. So varied. Now, this year would have been very varied. So as well as just the stand-up, there would have been all of that. There would have been sketch comedy, improv, but also more panel shows this year. So this is a relatively new trend uh, for comedy festivals, uh, for comedians to bring a second show with them that isn't just their hour stand-up show, but a panel show with a mixed bill of guests that are on there, that are on stage for as long as you are. A couple spring to mind. Uh, Richard Pulsford has a history panel show called It Just So Happened, which he also puts out as a podcast, uh, which I guested on last July. Uh, and also, there is the Runaway Smash It um, improv stand-up panel show, Improv Provocateur, which I'm completely unbiased about when I talk. Uh, but on this episode, we're going to be talking to comedian Roger Poulter, who has got a brand new music panel show, to sort of think, never mind the buzzcocks, called If Music Be the Food of Love. So Roger's on the phone, and we'll be talking about that in just a second, but first, here is a clip of Roger in action at the Holly Bush. Come to Bush, come to Bush. <laughs> my, my hobbies have developed. My hobbies have developed. I am now building a wooden Land Rover. Right. I've, I've been down to the timber merchants so I've bought myself a load of 4 before. <laughs> Roger, hello. 
Hi, Alex. All right. So, where, where are you? Uh, where are you currently um, holding up? Where are you talking to us from? I'm talking to you from my kitchen. Nice. You've been in complete lockdown. Have you been able to leave the house? Uh, I've been leaving the house only for essential shopping and the odd bit of exercise. Your daily state sanctioned exercise? Yes. Lovely. Just when we need those Boris bikes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, So, um, tell us a bit about um, your act normally. So, like, when when you're normally doing stand-up, what's your style? What do you normally do? Uh, I normally do puns. And so, you know, if I do a 10-minute set... I do a few minutes of puns and then a little story revolving around one of those puns and then a few more puns. Uh, would this be the the fact that you are the, the only comedian in the UK to have a visual joke broadcast on the radio? Yes, I believe I was. Uh, they broadcast a visual pun on BBC Radio Derby. So, to talk us through, what happened there? I uh, have this joke uh, which is in relation to the post office where I say I don't like the all-male environment. I follow that up with that I like to push the envelope of comedy. Mm-hmm. And sticking with a similar theme, here's a stationary joke. And then, at that point, you strike a pose yeah. completely still. And I stand still, and, and usually people laugh. Uh, they did broadcast that visual pun on BBC Radio Derby. Why? Whatever, whatever possessed them to broadcast a visual joke? I, I'm not sure... But it's actually worked better on the radio. <laughs> it's, I, remember, I remember listening to it on, on the Sounds app when we first discovered it, and I think we were in a stunned silence for about 10 minutes afterwards. Yeah, it was uh, it was mind-blowing. That out of the, uh, they broadcast three minutes of my 10-minute set, and within that three minutes, they chose to broadcast a visual pun. Right, so um, on to the, the show that you were bringing to the Round Comedy Festival. Um, so this wasn't a... It wasn't a, a stand-up show. It was a panel show. Yes, I've uh, I've always wanted to do my own show, and I was always a fan of Nevermind the Buscocks. Mm-hmm. And there's very few musical-based panel shows out there. So, inspired by Nevermind the Buscocks, I've developed a show with various musical rounds, all to do with. Uh, all to do with uh... oh is that it yes. I hope his signal's gone and he's not just got sick of me oh. he's probably still talking he doesn't realise that we've okay probably lost signal I'm ever so sorry about that <laughs> I just got this vision of you still talking in your kitchen. <laughs> a client phoned up. Let me put on do not disturb. Right. A client phoned up, and instead of hitting the end call, I hit the end and accept. So I ended you. <laughs> it, was, it was ever so fine. I think you were midway through a sentence. Just went, well, let me tell you about... Nah, nah, nah. I'm going to keep that in, actually, I think. So we, we would... <laughs> <laughs> just because it's funny just hearing me calling you back. Uh, so um, we're just talking about the the panel show uh, that you, you you love them mind the buzzcocks and there's there's nothing really sort of live that's close to that because I've seen panel shows that are kicking about. They tend to be more topical, sort of like Mock the Week or or Have I Got News for You, uh, the ones that are done live. So, so what was the show going to be called first off? Uh, 
Now, the show's going to be called Music is the Food of Love. Mm -hmm. Would you like to hear the title tune? Please. title tune is Music is the Food of Love by the one and only Tony Wright. Of television. Uh, of television, yeah. So, uh, and uh, I just love that song and that's why I've named my show after it. Just for a second there when that started playing, it felt like you put me on hold. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a cracking song, but also it gives us a uh, a uh, nice catchy, you know, whenever I say Music is the Food of Love, I'm hoping people join in with Rock On. Cool. So you, you got all the all your, like your your theme music and all of the many music cues you're using through the show all all ready to go and sort of like ready to play out. Uh, so presumably yeah. you've got them all there with you now. I do have them all here with me now. Would you like to play a couple of these rounds? I've I've got a couple of test rounds set up. All right, let's do this. Uh, so what's what's the first round? Well, the first round, uh, I have to I have a voiceover to introduce the rounds. Which you may find quite interesting. I got this. I got this guy to do me some voiceovers. Would you like to hear it? Please, yeah. Let me introduce the first round. God, he sounds amazing. He does. He's he, a brilliant voiceover. Sounds man. like he really knows his shit. He, he, oh, that's smooth yes, as well. He does. Smooth. So, uh, anyway, let me introduce the first round. It's a uh, it's a round where I play the intros to some well music and the panelists have to guess the first line of the song would you like to have a go at one yes yes please let's give this a whirl Ooh. okay uh sometimes i feel i've got to run away uh shall we see whether you're right or not please Nailed it. Nice. And you nailed it on the first one. Well done. You you just scored one point. I mean, the points are going to be awarded for uh, both accuracy, so you definitely get a point for accuracy. Mm -hmm. But if you didn't know the answer, you would have been able to make one up. And if it was funny, I'd have given you a point for that. It's a sort of QI and, scoring. Yep. And right. if you sang the response, I would have given you a point for performance. Okay, all right, so if, if I give it some with, with singing on the next one, then yeah, if we uh, that's the um, that's the first intro round we've got, but uh, we'll we'll try the next round as well. So uh, I've got another round. Mm. Are you ready? All right. Fact or fiction? Brilliant voice. I'm going to give you a statement that is either fact or fiction, okay. and you need to tell me whether. You believe it's fact or fiction. So I'm just going to play you a musical cue because it gives you a clue as to what the statement's going to be about. Okay. By ELO. Okay. Right. Yeah. On the song Mr. Blue Sky by ELO, one of the instruments used was a fire extinguisher. Fact. Do you know that one, or is it? Uh, 
there's 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 a dark recess in my brain where I seem to think that that's a fact, but to get that sort of tinny sort of banging noise at the start, it sort of seems like something they'd have done. It's it is a fact. A lot of Ding. people, when they try and play this song, hmm. use a cowbell, and it never sounds right. Here's what it's the actual fire extinguisher sounds like. It's the ting 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 ting. Because in, in, so, uh, in my more bored moments, I have tinged a fire extinguisher in real yeah. life. So, uh, I mean, they must have used the one in the studio or something. So, uh, mm. okay, let's let's move on to another one. Now, that's what I call a music round. Brilliant voice. Now, as you know, I've mm. already explained the extensive rules to you of this round. Yes. It's a game of strategy mm-hmm. uh, where we're using we're using the album Now 37, both discs. Ooh. Right? Okay. And based on the rules of the game, we're going to use musical songs to see who can beat each other. Cunning. Do you want to select your opening move? Okay. Well, I mean, I've given this a great deal of thought because... Um... I'm something of a chess um, buff, as, as you know. So I'm going to stay like two or three moves ahead. I'm going to go for disc two, track six, Robbie Williams, All Before I Die. Ooh. Yeah, how do you like that? that, that that's, that's interesting. Uh, I've, I've never seen someone open with that one before. I thought I'd go in strong. Yeah, I think I think you're trying to uh, outmaneuver me already on your first move. Hmm. Right, I'm going to hit you with track 15, R. Kelly, I Believe I Can Fly. Mm. I think you're bluffing. Mm. Why'd you do R. Kelly that early? Why'd you do R. Kelly that early unless you had something to hide? Ironic being R. Kelly as well, who did have something to hide. Uh, okay, I see your R. Kelly. And I will go for Disc One, Track Four, No Doubt, Just a Girl. Oh, there's no doubt that's a good move. Mm. Mm. So we did that. But I'm 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 not gonna show you no mercy. Track six, disc one, no mercy. Where'd you go? You swine. I've got to go. I've nowhere else to go but this too. Um, got me on the ropes here. Um, this true track 15, fun loving criminals, Scooby Snacks. That's a high move. Mm. Get out of that one. Well, I'm going to cast you. Track seven, this two. Cast, Guiding Star. Aha. Oh, hold on a second. This would be a good pause moment. Just because 
that's my mum's phone going downstairs and it's the sound of a cockerel. <laughs> so, just wait till that's rang off. There we go. This is going exactly how I wanted it to. Good, yes, me too, yeah. So, we'll, we'll, now that's finished, we'll just play on as normal. I've I've only got one move I can possibly do, but I think I think this could be the uh, the deciding one. Disc two, track three, Verve, Bittersweet Symphony. That means you've got me. You've got me, you son. Checkmate. It's my game and you beat me at it. Nice. Nice. Eric, thank you for that. I've really enjoyed playing that one. Right. I mean, just to, just to give you a bit of background on the Bittersweet Symphony, mm. um, there was a royalties argument over it because it sampled an orchestral arrangement of the Rolling Stones song, The Last Time. And this led to the Rolling Stones manager at the time taking the verve, or threatening to take the verve to court, and they settled out of court, crediting Mick Jagger and Keith Richards as songwriters on the track. Mm-hmm. And the manager would draw the royalties down uh, from the Bittersweet Symphony, so the Verve didn't get anything. Oh. And last year, Jagger and Richards considered that not particularly fair, especially since they weren't getting the money. Their ex-manager now was getting the money. Mm. They signed the royalties back over to the Verve. Ah, so any time it's played... The Verve actually gets paid for it now, which is really good news for them. Oh, so doing over their old manager. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, anyway, there are the three rounds I had set up for you. I can play you the uh, voiceovers for the other rounds and just explain a little bit about those, if you'd like. Yeah, talk us through the rest of the rounds. I forgot the lyrics. I feel in this one's going to be self-explanatory. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a round where a song plays with lyrics bleeped out and uh, the panellists will have to guess what those lyrics are. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's it all about? This will be a game where panellists have to explain what a song is about and hopefully their teammate will be able to guess what that song is from their description. Interesting. Okay. Be kind. Rewind. This is a round where songs will be played backwards and the panellists need to guess what the song is. Let's have a sing-off. No musical show is complete without a possible sing-off, especially if the scores are drawn. Mm. And that is exactly what that uh, that round will be about. Cool. This is not the greatest round in the world. This is a tribute. The names of groups will be passed out to the panellists who then have to create the tribute band name. Okay, so if we were playing this now, uh, what would you fling at me? Uh, I may fling at you Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Uh, so you've got to make a um, a tribute band name what would feasibly be going around the circuit. Yes. I'll edit out my long thought process when I'm doing this. You could have, you could have Fleetwood Raincoat. That's true. That's true. Or I was thinking along the lines of like um, going for a different name of a different service station. <laughs> Would you like me to throw you another group name? I'm thinking of another service station. I can't move on until I've done that. 
Actually, there's fleet service, isn't there? Yeah, just call it fleet yeah. mag. Yeah, anyway, yeah, moving on. Let's give us another name. Status quo. I think my tribute band would be called exactly the same. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. I was, I, was, I was impressed with that. And then there'd be the uh, final round. With a little help from my friends. Great voice. And the idea this round is that each panel will be able to uh, choose a member of the audience to help them. That's mm-hmm. why it's called With a little help from our friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will be reading out song titles just with the first word of the song title, and they have to guess what the song title is. And there will be a time limit on the round, and uh, each panel will get, say, a minute to answer as many of them as they can, and it'll be just for building up points. Okay, have you got any Have you got any lined up? Okay, we'll, uh, we'll give you a go. So uh, how long shall I give you? A minute? Yeah, yeah. Okay, your minute starts now. Yellow. Submarine. Correct, by the Beatles. Ding. Every. Oh, blimey. Every little thing she does is magic? No. Damn it. Same group. Oh, um, so still the place. Every... Every breath you take. That's right. Nice. Nice. Billy. Sorry, what was that again? Billy. Billy. Don't be a hero. Nope. Try it. Pass? Yeah, yeah, pass. We'll come back to that one. Peggy? Sue. Correct. Unchained? Melody. Correct. Maggie? May? Correct, but you're now out of time. Oh. So you've got, you've got five out of possible six there. The Billy you didn't get was Billy Jean. Ah, of course By I Michael Jackson. I still a complete blank on all Billys. So uh, that, that's the show. Excellent. Cool. Well, I, shall, I shall splice in some, some applause sound effect at this point, because uh, just me clapping on my own just sounds ridiculous. And also I have to put the phone down on the desk. Well, I'm doing it as well. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so cheers. Thank you very much, Roger. You have been listening to the Ram Comedy Festival podcast. Let's have a look at what you could have won. A provocateur comedy production. Written and presented by Alex Leem with special guest Roger Poulter. You may have noticed Alex used his own voice to say who the special guest was, as he's too cheap to hire me on a weekly basis. Transmission ends.